Welcome to Talk Theory. It's your host, Kiara Barnes, where I talk all things life, what makes us human, and what makes us superhuman. Sit back, relax, and join me for a chat. Welcome back. Hi, everyone. Welcome to a new episode of Talk Theory. We also have a uh, new episode of Fantasy Island tonight on Fox 8, 7 Central. I believe it's our first, whoa, fourth and first, huh? Fourth episode. Um, We're on our second season. We air on Fox at 8, 7 Central. So if you didn't know, now you know. And uh, then we put all our episodes up next day, Hulu, or put up one episode on Hulu. You catch my drift. Although you can watch um, the entire season one on Hulu right now for Fantasy Island. Um, so yeah, thanks for everyone that's been tuning in. I really, really appreciate it. And been having so much fun watching these episodes. They're just so good. Like they just... We went above and beyond um, what we did last year, and it's just a joy to watch. So thank you again for the support. It means a lot um, that you're all tuning in, and thanks again for even coming back to listen to another episode of Talk Theory. Love you. So I want to talk about the Lori Harvey effect. This has been a trending topic that I'm really liking, actually. Now, if you don't know, Lori Harvey is Steve Harvey's daughter. And if you don't know Steve Harvey, babes, Google is your friend, okay? We're not going to do everyone's breakdown. (laughs) But, okay, so why is Lori Harvey trending? Um... Well, she's known for a lot of things, okay? A lot of things. But folks do know her from her dating history because for the most part, she's dated some pretty, you know, handsome men slash men that have been just doing really, really well for themselves. And let us also not forget that this woman is doing just fine, okay? Like... She's doing great Um, and absolutely stunning as well. But the way she dates is something that I can really appreciate, especially for this point in time where I am (laughs) in my dating experience. And um, she's been saying this quote a lot from her father. Uh, when people ask, like, what's one, you know, what's one, like, good thing that that you've been told growing up to your approach with dating? And she said that her father has always told her to remember you are the prize. And it's something that she repeats a lot in her interviews. You know, she talks about how it matters not someone's status or looks or whatever, if they're not treating you to 
the full extent of how you would like to be treated to just not stick around, to not settle for anything less. And I think the the biggest example that stunned a lot of people um, was her last relationship was with um, Michael B. Jordan. Now, most people would think like, okay, girl, okay, girl, you just need stick beside him, okay? That's your man, stick beside him, do whatever it takes. Um, you know, he on paper, he looks like the perfect kind of guy. But for whatever reason, she decided to leave that relationship. And it's not to say that, you know, Michael B. Jordan is a bad person and all this, but perhaps he wasn't fulfilling all the requirements that she was looking for herself. So instead of her waiting around trying to force things to happen or make this other person into what she wants or even just worse settle for, she just decided to remove herself from the situation. And she does talk about also remembering your value. Again, you are the prize. Like that's the that's the thing. And let me tell you folks, after getting out of a 4-year relationship and then dabbling into a few situationships, I've realized I've realized that for myself. And I think initially after coming out of a long-term relationship, I'll be honest, I didn't know exactly what I wanted. You know, I had been with this person for four years and we were attached to the hip. Um, so after leaving that relationship and getting to a point of being by myself again, I had to figure out who I was and you know, so much changes. And I think that when you have someone that close to you all the time, your worlds kind of mesh together. And so when you're actually apart, there's a lot of self-reflection that has to happen. Um, And so, you know, I was doing a lot of soul searching on my own and trying to figure out who who I am as a person, um, that I just, I had to be alone for a little bit to figure that out. Um, but when I finally started feeling comfortable enough to allow someone else in my space, you know, I, I wanted to start dating again because I think I've talked about this in the past that it, it felt, it felt uncomfortable at the time to just okay, I'm just going to go meet up with this guy or I'm going to go, you know, whatever, whatever, here, here, here. I, I couldn't do it because I was still processing the breakup, but also um, figuring out what it is that I liked and want. And, and it just took a lot of energy to be around other people. Um, so I I waited for a bit to get back into dating. Um, but I learned through dating... I <laughs> I got to know really quick 
what it is that I uh, that I'm really looking for. And I'll I'll be honest, I've never been in a situationship. Um, I have always been a relationship gal. I'm gonna keep it a hundred. I've I've never done the situationship. That's just how my life has always been. I've always been in relationships. Um, and to all the folks that are like, what the heck is a situationship girl? So essentially, <laughs> it's silly as to me. Essentially, it's a non-committed, non-labeled relationship with someone. You're basically in a relationship with this person. You know, you talk all the time, all day long. You hang out. You, you basically act as if you're in a relationship with this person, but whoa, 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 we're not actually together. It, it, it's just confusing and complicated. Um. And, and I had never done that before. And so during this exploration phase that I was in, I dabbled and, ooh, girl, y'all, let me just tell you right now, I am not built for that. I'm not built for it. I care way too much. I have too many feelings. My heart is too big. I love, love. And the idea of giving my time like I'm already I have so much stuff that I'm doing as is so giving my time and energy to someone and getting close sharing loving moments with them but then it not really ever solidifying into something fuller than that or into a relationship someone that's like fully dependable it it just it was confusing to me I didn't I didn't really get the point of it when I got down to it I'm like yeah I guess it's fun in the beginning but I mean for me once I get to know someone and I and I really click with them and I know that they um it feels good to be with them I I don't really get what's the hold up you know why (laughs) like if you found someone you genuinely care for and connect with and you just want to get to know and want to be around all the time, why wouldn't you just take the time to explore that? And, you know, yeah, there's there's always a risk that once explored, you'll be like, mm, I don't really like this. But that's kind of with everything, you know. You just have to follow your gut and experience life to the best of your capability. But I think being so pessimistic and negative all the time you'll miss out on some of the best moments in your life out of fear. But, you know, with that said, for me, I've learned over the years, if someone is not showing up for you in the way that you would like them to, and you've addressed this with the person, and they straight up, they even straight up tell you, Hey, like I, I can't do that for you, or I'm just not in the position of my life right now, um, to be able to provide this. Like I want to, but I, I just don't think I can't, you know, listen to these words, right? And even if it's not the words, if they're just showing you that they can't do that for you, then they can't do that for you. You know, Oprah's classic saying, um, how does it go? Like, uh, when someone shows you who they are, believe them the first time. 
believe them the first time. You don't need you don't need to be sold on the fact. <laughs> like are you re- when you said you couldn't, did that really mean that you couldn't or was that like code for that you want to but at this moment and if I stay babe, you're already doing way too much. <laughs> okay, they told you and they showed you. So you sticking around to try and be like their cheerleader on your behalf, like you can love me, you can be this person and trying to convince them that they can do all of those things is not going to expedite the situation like anymore. And I know that's like a hard pill to swallow, but it's like deep down you already know that for yourself. I think not really. I think I, I, I know, I know that to be true. And the more that we listen to ourselves, our gut instinct, we'll notice that mm, you're right. You're right. Usually most of the time. Um, I do think that humans have to take action from within themselves in order for things to really make an impact. Because even if you stuck around long enough and eventually coerce them to move in the direction you desire, at the end of the day, this whole inkling or or fear in the back of their head that is ringing doubt for them, you know, is going to be the loudest thing. Right, so you can try your best to convince and convince, but if the ringing sensation of doubt and fear in the back of their mind is so much louder than your voice, it it will always win out. Because they're not moving from their own point of desired action. So whenever there is even the slightest up or down within the relationship, they'll begin to wobble and want to get out of there quick. And that will hurt way more than just having the person, not having that person at all. And I'd say it's much more worth it to wait to be in a relationship with someone who equally wants to be with you than to be in a relationship with someone whose foot is halfway out the door. Because that's not going to feel good. (laughs) You want 50-50. But the first thing that needs to be done is to ask yourself, what do you want? You know, what do you want? Like make a list of things that you really do care about and are necessary to you in a relationship. Take the time to figure that out. So you at least know and you're not just aimlessly going from person to person unsure. Because if you've already done that work by yourself, you're going to know right away if someone is a good fit for you or not. And you won't find yourself in the same predicament that you usually find yourself in. So, you know... There's no more of this, oh, you know, I never get this, or I'm always with that, da 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 No, because you aren't even inviting that one, that kind of energy, 
or you're just not inviting just anyone into your space anymore. You're being very specific and aligning with the people that align with you. And all the while doing this, I think it's really important to continue to still progress forward with the journey of self-love. It can be really easy to fall into another person and pick up their interests and whatever else out of having just just having interest in them. But again, you know, we we want this balance. We don't want to be in a situation where you're always giving and the other person is always taking. That's just it's not fair. So you know, continue to do that self-reflection and self-work of defining your own value and your own qualities that you love you, you know, and you will be way more confident within dating and within a relationship because you've took the time to build all of that. Now, to me, I just think when you're looking for someone, you're looking for someone to build with you, right, as you grow, not mold you into something. And same vice versa. It should feel natural, and there should be an ease to it. I think there's this interesting narrative of love that gets pushed around a lot That's that says it's meant to feel really hard like love is supposed to feel hard and and painful but I don't I don't subscribe to that anymore at the end of the day it is us that creates our own realities so hey if you believe love is supposed to be you know difficult and hard then that okay then that's what it will be for you but if you do believe love is supposed to be an energy of ease and that it should be full of way more good times than bad times, then that's what it will be for you. And look, don't get me wrong. I I don't think that there will be like, you know, no times of stress or zero disagreements because that's the natural process when you have two people coming together that are not one of the same body. Right, You have two different lived-in experiences coming together. Of course, there will be misunderstandings and you know, hiccups. But to me, it's how you handle these misunderstandings together. How you communicate to one another through these times. That's what matters. And through that love and communication is what continues to build foundations and longevity within the relationship. But as you can see, even doing that, you need to have someone who is willing and wanting to do that on their own accord or those efforts don't really work. My um I was talking to my dad about this. My dad said something the other day in the context of trying to mold someone into something that they're just not or they're not ready to be. He said, you cannot turn a mule into a horse. You can try, but at the end of the day, a mule will always be a mule. 
Meaning you can try and train this mule to be a horse and give it as much effort, you know, but it will always be a mule by nature. Trying to force nature never really turns out exactly how we picture or think. So let go and trust that the right person will find you at the right time. And here's a thing. Here's a fun fact. If it feels forced, it's more than likely because it is forced. You know the difference between something just feels so easy and effortless and fun versus it feels like you're always squeezing your your fists up tight and you you, you know your shoulders are to your ears and it's oh I have to explain this and that that's because you're forcing. So today's theory is this. Remembering you are the prize will lead to a lifetime of riches. So for me that means you will be full and abundant always. When you value yourself to the highest regard. The law of attraction says like attracts like. So therefore you will attract what you already are. Whatever you're putting out there, whatever you're saying, whatever you're thinking, you're naturally attracting that. Whether you know that or you don't or like it or you don't, that's just the law of attraction. Um... So that's something to keep in mind. Okay, this was good. This was a nice little episode. Shout out to Lori Harvey, okay, reminding us that, you know, we can really have it all. You don't have to settle, and you shouldn't settle. So thanks again for listening to today's podcast. I appreciate your support and love. Remember, folks, tonight we are airing our fourth episode of Fantasy Island on Fox 87 Central, next day Hulu. And uh, yeah, I'll see you tonight. I'm so excited. And I will see you again Monday. Okay, love you. Bye.